welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Hi, and welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. Hope you're keeping safe and managing well. This show is aimed to give you actionable and practical skills which can improve your management approach and get you the results you want. Can you please make sure that if you haven't already done so, take the time to subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode and share it so others can grow and learn. My Friday thought is to stimulate a debate on a current management question. So without any more delay, let's get on with this week's Friday thought. How do you control your emotional reactions at work? and away from work. How do you manage those testing situations as a human? Because managers are humans. Just about. And I do worry about some of the managers I've met, but definitely we are mostly humans. With the stress we are under in the modern world, how do we make sure we don't slap someone every day of the week? What's the best way to make sure in a high-pressure situation you don't lose it? Is there a secret dark art to this self-control? We know it can be hard. We all have the people at work who can just lose our rag with. You have to smile and grit your teeth sometimes when people say something which really gets you. It doesn't need to be direct reports. Your boss can really trigger you to some negative reactions. And when things go wrong, and they shouldn't have gone wrong in your opinion... What you do, try and control yourself from not losing temper with your team. The higher you go in your organisation, the more is expected of you. The more resilience and control you need to show. That just comes with the territory of it. Now, as always, the old advice. The old advice is count to ten before you answer or react. Which in theory sounds good. But if you actually stopped mid-conversation or mid a meeting and started to count to 10, I think you'd come over a little bit strange. Now, the better advice in my mind is the idea of generating a gap between the action and the reaction. Now, I know it sounds similar when you talk about generating a gap, but let's think about it another way. That gap doesn't necessarily need to be 10. It's just a different way of approaching it so that you have time for your brain to catch up with the actions and do the things that you really need to do, not the reaction that sometimes is the first thing that comes in your head. Let's take a very fresh example of this. Will Smith and Chris Rock at the Oscars. Now, even if you're listening to this in a couple of years' time, it will still be a story that you'll all know. It'll go down in legend of what happened. So Chris Rock is hosting the Oscars. He's a comedian. He sometimes has the near-to-bone comments and, you know, he decides he's going to make a joke about Will Smith's wife and her hair loss. And something around the idea that G.I. Jane 2 is coming. Now, to start with, G.I. Jane 1's a long time back, but the idea was that the character had a shaven head. Now, Will Smith, when he hears this, at first laughs and claps at the moment and does the old showbiz big smile, but then he looks at his wife and bang, something seems to snap. He walks onto the stage, straight in front of everyone and the whole millions of audience, looks Chris Rock in the face and slaps him straight across it. His action and reaction were close and will be replayed over and over again. 
Let's face it, most of our actions and reactions won't make the global stage, but there will be some ripples in whatever actions we do. And I'm not arguing either way that what Will Smith done was right or wrong. He shouldn't have done it, he should have done it. It's not my bag to say that. But it's an interesting case study in how an action, the joke, drew a reaction, the slap. And should Mr Smith have generated a bigger gap, maybe, just maybe, he may have been in a different situation the day after. And obviously the months and years that follow after. Because all they're going to be talking about is that slap. So the big takeaway is how to generate the gap. Now the logic thinking brain needs time to engage. Needs times to look at the pros and the cons. It's a lazy brain, as they always say. It doesn't really want to get involved. But the emotional brain, now that one, that one loves to react quickly. That's the fast brain. That's a brain that's kept us alive. Sometimes they call it the lizard brain. Not sure where that comes from. But the idea is you've got this fast thinking, quick brain and this slower, more logical brain. But even the smallest nugget of information that we've just generated about you having two brains might start you to think about how do you generate that gap? How do you force a reaction that's not off the top of your head? Everyone has their way of making the gap. I try to think of an external person looking in on the situation when I am in those kind of points and arguments or debates like a drone almost looking down and that distance myself from the reaction others do the political way where they stall for a while so that their thinking brain can catch up with the situation now others they they may think of their parents or the grandparents watching in the middle of all these emotions so they don't want to do something that's going to offend them all these are generating the gap and obviously they're still counting to 10 and 5 It just makes sure you've got that gap between your action and your reaction. I would hope that with reflection, Will Smith had wished he had created a gap. But who knows? Sometimes even the best of us react as, as I've said before, we are humans. We're not exactly perfect. Our humanity is what makes us. All the joys of independent thoughts, the reactions, is our human nature. And in work, that is going to be the same. But the only thing is, at work, you're going to be judged on your reactions every single day, especially as a leader and a manager. Well, thanks for listening. And as always, I'm really keen to hear your thoughts on the show, both good and bad. So please send your feedback as it's a gift to managermatpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to engage on new and old topics and maybe we can have some ideas around Will Smith's slap. Who knows? Right, that's it for Manager Matt's Friday Thought this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.